podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC on a Monday after weekend in which Liverpool didn't play a game of football. Didn't happen. Uh, we play Chelsea tomorrow night, though, and ahead of that game, Jurgen Klopp has given a press conference where he seemed surprised that he hasn't been sacked yet. And when you look at the league table and you factor in that outside of the top four, who all still have the manager that they started the season with. Tottenham have sacked their manager. Brighton's manager was taken by a different club and they had to hire a new manager. Brentford still have the same manager. We still have the same manager. Villa sacked their manager. Fulham still have the same manager. Chelsea have just sacked their second manager this season. Palace sacked their manager. Wolves sacked the manager. Somehow West Ham have not sacked their manager. Forest, to their credit, didn't sack the manager. But Bournemouth, Leeds, Everton, now Leicester and Southampton have all sacked managers this season. So outside of the top four, you've only got Thomas Frank, Jurgen Klopp, Marco Silva, David Moyes and Steve Cooper in charge. That is quite something that that many managers have been sacked this season. I don't know if it's good news or not that Chelsea have sacked the manager just before we play them. It's probably good news that we'll play them before they get a new manager in. But we'll see. But it was good to hear Jürgen acknowledge how bad this season has been. Acknowledge how bad he's been this season. And I think if we're all honest, with 11 games left in the season... Eight points off the top four with the same amount of games played. A worse goal difference than Newcastle. Better goal difference than United, though. But if we're all being honest, top four is probably gone from us now. Because despite the fact that we really should be able to run the table here and win the rest of our games given the players that we have, given how good we know this team has been in the past. Chelsea in the situation that they're in, Arsenal at home, Leeds, given how bad they are, Forest at home, West Ham, given how bad they are, Tottenham, Fulham, Brentford all at home, Leicester, given how bad they are, Villa at home, and Southampton, given how bad they are. We should be able to run the table, but obviously we won't we'll probably lose two or three games in the last 11 because that's just what's happened this season. But with top four pretty much out of our 
our grasp, no longer in our own control for certain. You do just kind of wonder, could Jürgen just say, you know what, fuck it. I'm just going to throw a load of shit against the wall and see what sticks here. So we're throwing out the 4-3-3. We're going to just see what works. We're going to try a back three for two games. And if it doesn't work, we'll bin it off. Then we'll try a box midfield. And if it doesn't work, we'll bin it off. We'll go 4-4-2 with Trent on the right and Diaz on the left. We'll play Joe Gomez at right back. And we'll see how that works. And we're going to try and give Ben Doak a couple of starts. And we're going to try and give Bobby Clark a start. And we're going to see what we have with these young players. Fabio Carvalho is going to start a game playing just off of Darwin in a 4-2-3-1 with Salah to the right and Diaz to the left. And we're going to see how that works. Because what has he got to lose at this point? He's not going to get sacked between now and the end of the season. Liverpool are not going to get relegated. Liverpool are not currently in a Europa League spot. And I think we'd all agree that not having Europe would be preferable to being in the Europa Conference League. So you might as well just experiment. There's nine teams that could go down. You're 12 points clear of the highest placed of them. You've got no worries. You might as well experiment. Let's see what these players can do. Let's see what Trent looks like in midfield. Let's try him in a three, and then we'll try him in a four. And we'll try him in a box midfield as one of the sitting two. And let's see what it looks like, because why not? If ever there was a chance for Jürgen to try these things, this is it. Because this season is fucked anyway. So why not see what you have? Why not see what Ben Doak looks like for a couple of starts? Why not see what a Mo and Darwin partnership looks like in a 4-4-2? And then you'll be better able to judge what you need to do in the summer. Let's give Curtis Jones a couple of tra- a couple of tries. Let's see what he can do. Let's try giving Costas a bit of an extended run and see if it snaps Andy Robertson out of this poor run of form he's been on. There's, there's absolutely nothing to lose here. And the likes of Bobby Clark, Ben Doak, Fraundorf, Cade Gordon, if fit. Let's see what what they have to offer. Could Figueroa get, you know, a call-up at some point? Just for a game? Even if it's only 20 minutes in, in one game? How about Trent Coney doherty He turns 17 in the summer. Why not give him 20 minutes in a game?
Adam Lewis, Owen Beck, why not give them a game where they play half each? Like, you've got nothing to lose now. <clears throat> the season is is as good as over. Oakley Cannonier, let's see what he can do. He's got an impressive scoring record at underage level. If he's fit, let's see what he can do. Musilowski, the same. Louis Kumas, what's he got that he can offer? Where is he in his development? Because doing the same thing over and over again hasn't worked. I mean, obviously, we didn't play at the weekend, but, you know, say we did play and we'd gone 1-0 up and we'd moved from the 4-3-3 we start in to a 4 I suppose 4-4-1-1 and look like we'd never, ever, ever trained in that shape before, you know, you wouldn't want that. So you might as well try something new. You've got to limit how many midfielders you're putting on the pitch because you haven't got any good ones right now. Fabinho theoretically might have been okay against City, but we know Henderson wouldn't be and we know that Harvey Elliott's not a midfielder. So what is there to lose? Try a 4-4-2 with Harvey on the right and Carvalho on the left and have them work into a box midfield. Or try it as a 4-4-2 with, with Diaz on the left. Maybe leave Mo out for a game. Play Doak and Diaz as wingers and Gakpo as a 10 behind Darwin. This. Absolutely no reason not to. There's no reason not to roll out a back three of Panate, Virgil and Gomez. Play Trent and Costas as wingbacks. Fabinho, Thiago. And then Salah, Darwin, Diaz. There's no reason not to try it. None at all. I think this is what needs to happen because it's all well and good him, you know, talking about the summer and saying we'll be busy. But the the bigger issue is that there's a clear out needed as well. And it needs to start with some senior players. And when we continue to hear that, you know, he was desperate for Bobby to stay and, He's desperate for Milner to stay. Like, these are really concerning things because that's not how you rebuild a team. You've got to get rid of those players. And he needs to be more ruthless about it. I know he doesn't like to tell players they don't have a future at the club. But for the love of God, Jurgen, you don't owe these players anything. Not one of them do you owe a single thing to. They owe you. And they can't complain if you turn around and tell them it's over. It's time for you to go somewhere else. If you want to carry on your career, go do that somewhere else. On This is Anfield. The lead story is that Chelsea are in a complete mess after they sacked Graham Potter. 
Liverpool see ghosts of Brendan Rodgers' end game in Man City self-destruction. I assume that's some sort of simulation game that took place the weekend, because obviously we didn't play. Uh, complacency, Trent, concerns, yada, yada. Uh, five key things from Jürgen's pre-Chelsea press conference. Uh, I believe he said that uh, Diaz and Thiago were training but wouldn't be available for Chelsea, but that... Um, Diaz is likely back after Arsenal. Thiago could be back for Arsenal. Uh, He says he's fully in. There's no doubt about that. We have to sort it. I assume he means the mess he's made. Jurgen Klopp refused to expand upon comments from Virgil van Dijk about hard talking within the dressing room. I don't want to speak about these type of things, to be honest, but there are constant meetings, unfortunately. Um, I think what needs to happen is there needs to be a big blow up in the dressing room. I think these players need to have a come to Jesus moment. There needs to be a reckoning because there's no leadership in this team at all right now. None. We look like a rudderless ship and... It seems to me like the pecking order has been confused and some players have an inflated sense of self and maybe need bringing down a peg or two. Um, What else do we have here? Jude Bellingham still keen on Liverpool transfer. So says Paul Joyce, I believe it was. What Jurgen Klopp has said on Conor Gallagher. So at the weekend, Conor Gallagher was linked to Liverpool by Miguel Delaney. Um, no. No is the only thing I can say on him. He's not good on the ball. He's not good defensively. He had a purple patch at Palace in terms of goal scoring because they allowed him an awful lot of freedom. But no, just no. He's the type of player you buy if you're Everton or Aston Villa or Leicester. He's not the type of player you buy if you're Liverpool. Uh, So no on him. Liverpool youngster lifts trophy at Wembley. He was outstanding in the final. Connor Bradley uh, having another excellent game for Bolton, who hammered Plymouth to win the vaunted Papa John's trophy at a packed out Wembley. Um, delighted for Bolton, delighted for Bradley. Uh, I would suggest that all going well, we could leave him there for next season. Dave had a good year. He's got a good manager that he likes playing under. Why not leave him there for another year? They're currently fifth in the table, so it is possible they get promoted. So they could well be a championship side next year. That would be great for him. If Even if they're a League One team, I think it might be beneficial to leave him there and just let him have consistency in his life. If not, you could always look to send him to a championship level club on loan. 
Maybe Blackburn. We've got that relationship with them. But yeah, delighted to see him doing so well on his loan. Uh, on Liverpool.com, Real Madrid ready to rock Liverpool rival with a £111 million bid as Rafa, Rafa Benitez is linked with vacancy. Let's see. Rafa is apparently on Leicester's shortlist to replace Brendan Rodgers. Um, I mean, Rafa, until the end of the season, would be okay, but you don't want to appoint him for any longer than that. I think Graham Potter is going to end up there. I think he's who they've had their eye on for quite a while. I think Potter ends up there. Uh, Chelsea braced for Real Madrid bid. Apparently, Real are lining up a big bid for Reese James, which, you know, is a thing you could do. Um, Jurgen Klopp declares himself last man standing amid the sack race. And Liverpool, Jude Bellingham. Yeah, but this that piece also contains worrying stuff about Klopp seeing a future for Milner at the club. Uh, Jurgen Klopp, Klopp, uh, Jurgen Klopp could get perfect solution to Virgil Van Dijk problem with fifty two million transfer. It's a picture of Kim Min Jae. Kim Min Jae is really good, really, really good, but he's not suited to how we play. Like I beg people, watch Napoli regularly. Watch how and where their defensive line plays. Watch how he plays. He's not suited to how we play. He's really good. And if you signed him, he might be worth changing how you play. But otherwise, no. On AnfieldIndex.com today, there is a piece asking what's next for Thiago. I would suggest we should probably look at renewing his contract for another year or two uh, and managing him properly. You know, have him rotate in that left-sided number eight role if we're going to continue to play like that. Um this is written by Young Henrold. There's a, <clears throat> a piece on Klopp and needing to temper expectations by David Davis. There's a post-mortem on that simulation of a game against Man City that didn't actually happen, so you can read that as well. Uh, Podcast-wise, uh, there is a raw, there is a... And Nina Kaiser show we just made talked about a game that didn't happen. And uh, there's a new scouted that's out. It is Carl and Guy. I was unavailable. Uh, they recorded their podcast, and literally five minutes after they finished, Graham Potter got sacked. So, um, yeah, you have to take that into account when you listen. Is that the Potter news was not news when they recorded? And that's it. That's all I've got for today. So I will see you tomorrow. Take care of yourselves. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. 
there's nothing quite like fan engagement and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.